friends, it's your host, Natua, and you are welcome to my big girl era. Y'all, if you're like me, the pressure is getting hwasa. <laughs> but together, we're going to dig deep and talk about it. Let's get it. Let's go. You know that little greeting? We haven't done that in a while. I was about to say, we should start with that. Hey. We should. Hey. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But hey, friends. Today we have a special guest. She is a fellow East African baddie. Period. Half Ugandan. She said, period. <laughs> Half Ugandan and half Randy's boat. We only care about the Ugandan part on this episode. <laughs> um, she's a woman of wisdom, upcoming influencer, my comedic relief. She's a bad beast. And most importantly, she's one of my good friends. Her name is Sharon Mbabazi. Welcome to my podcast, Big Girl Era. No one has ever introduced me that nicely. All right. <laughs> We've literally been talking about this since <laughs> before I published this podcast. So no, literally, it's like, nice to like finally yeah. have you on. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, we always talk about dating in general, like on our phone calls. Yeah. Like, this is just going to be another chit chat. Like, yeah, just another, yeah, <laughs> just a little rant. <laughs> <laughs> but before we start, I formally wanted to take the time to appreciate you. Because. Oh, <laughs> um, you have literally been that friend that I never knew I needed. And I know I told you that, but um, basically to everyone listening, um, Sharon and I met at uni right before the pandemic happened. That was such a long time ago. It was. Honestly. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so long ago. And I was in the library and I saw this drop dead, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And I could tell she was African. Um, and I had to say something. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was probably like, girl, you're so beautiful. Where are you from? And then we yeah. got to talking. <laughs> and then um, sis literally walks on over. I was like, wait, wait a minute. She's coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she like walks on over. We get to talking and I find out she's Ugandan and I'm excited because I'm like, I've never in my college career. I haven't I like you know, had the opportunity to be friends with somebody who was my age and from my country. And so I think we even planned to like grab coffee, but then COVID happened. And so for like a good year and a half, like nothing. And then we lived when things went back on campus, we were literally, um, she was my neighbor. And like, I think from that experience, we just got closer and closer and <clears throat> honestly when we first started like hanging out i was like maybe we're too different like i don't know if this friendship's gonna work long term. <laughs> i'm like i don't know um but i honestly i have to credit a lot of my trendy slang usage from you <laughs> um you have provided me honest wisdom at times when I was being stupid or delusional or both. <laughs> um, you've inspired me to rest in my feminine. Um, when I was going through one of my worst mental breakdowns in 
2022 um, and trying to hide from everyone. Like you saw me when no one else did. <laughs> and you've encouraged me to be firm and unapologetic with my boundaries. And there's like, I don't think there's ever been a moment where you made me feel like it wasn't okay to be myself. Mm. Um, and I feel like going to the Christian uni that we went to, mm. I feel like you need a friend that, who isn't caught up in, you know, putting on a facade and is just genuine. And like, you were that for me. And you genuinely, you have major dirt on me because I have come to you with some like crazy (laughs) (laughs) things that I've done. And you just like, you didn't make me sound crazy at all. You always related and you provided like much needed perspective. And for Mm. that, I'm so grateful for you. So thanks for being my friend. You were literally rapping for like two and a half minutes. Like I'm not even getting married. Like, come on. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like, where is the reception? Like, what are you doing? Well, I hope you remember it because I never go say that shit again. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Like honestly, like same same to you. I just appreciate your your friendship and not only that, but just like how unapologetic unapologetic you are and um yeah, no, you just in there for me. I'm like getting emotional. <laughs> we can't cry at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. But it's yeah, like, I, I appreciate you so much, and just like getting to know you these past few years has been an honor. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to choke up right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough of that snappy shit. Okay. <laughs> but yeah this is Sharon and today we're going to be basically having a conversation about basically all things love and dating and the delusion and the craziness um but before we do the people want to know are you single and searching or like very single single. I've always been like I've never been in a relationship before a serious one I've never had a boyfriend but I've been dating like I've had the longest dating streak I've had was maybe like two months um actually yeah it's I'll get into that later (laughs) but (laughs) I am very single I'm like was that dating was it not or was it a situationship we don't know yeah but um I've never been in a relationship I am seeking I am trying to find somebody um to date consistently and i just tried not to put too much pressure on it because like in the past i'm like oh i'm dating to find a husband and then that would stop me from like actually you know enjoying myself when i'm dating people and it would kind of just like ruin yeah it would ruin my whole experience so now i'm just like i'm go on dates and like see if I like this yeah. guy see if I'm compatible with this guy and whatever happens um happens. actually no I'm not gonna say that not whatever happens happens I feel like I still date with intention um mm. but I'm not like oh he's not husband material right now I'm not gonna go on a second date with him whereas in the past that's like what my mindset was so I feel like, like now, your focus is kind of just like getting to know people 
yeah, just getting to know people and getting to know myself through that too. Cause I feel like that's the most important thing to me right now. Cause I mean, yeah. I, I don't date too much. Like when I do date it, I'll go on like one or two, three dates. Um, and then I kind of like, like after a little bit, I'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll dwindle out. I'll kind of phase out yeah. my dating for a few months and then I'll jump back into it. So yeah. I haven't had too much experience with it, but um, I, I still want to figure out like what I'm looking for in a relationship because I find myself getting along with like different types, a lot of different types of people, yeah. a lot of different types of guys. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. I still I still want to experience you're still on that journey like you're still growing as a person yeah, and you're still like on that journey. figuring out what your ideal man would even look like yeah i mean like i have my standards in place always um but as far as like personality and compatibility yeah. like it really differs on the guy and i feel like i'm trying to as as i grow i feel like i even change and then my type changes whereas like in the past I, I in the past i wanted like a very like muscular like hot guy mm-hmm. um that kind of was like confident da, 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 and then now it kind of gives me an ick i grow and change like my type i feel like grows and changes and yeah. so that's where i'm like i'm just taking it day by day yeah. you know I'm, just, I'm still trying to figure out like what that looks like what my type looks like yeah so. I love that and I think I feel like with today's culture though I feel like everyone's caught up in like are we dating are we not dating um my opinion is I feel like if you're going on multiple dates you're dating and then from there yeah. like okay like you can still be dating and it's not gonna work work out long term you can still be dating and like you know, whatever the situation is. But I think like the, yeah, that's my, that's my approach on it. Cause I've, I've, I feel like I've officially dated like four people. Um, yeah. But like, if you were to ask those boys like, oh, were we dating? They'd be like, mm, situationship. I'm like, we yeah. were dating. We went on multiple dates, yeah. we were exclusive. We were getting to know each other, dating. Whether or not I saw long-term potential besides the point, but we were dating. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I've dated probably like two or three guys consistently. Um, yeah. There was a streak where I was just dating, like I was having situationships. I have like one or two situationships and there's a difference. I feel like the situationships, the dates are like very casual, quick, and you don't really go on like nice dates where you're getting to know them intentionally. Whereas yeah. like dating dating like I'll, I'll go on dates with a guy and he'll like you know get to know me and we'll, we'll do different activities and like it's not we don't really get to that like intimate phase for a while um yeah and i feel like that's what dating is in my head um yeah. versus like situationship okay so i feel like we've both we've both been on this journey we both haven't really had a boyfriend we both mm. i wouldn't say we've either of us has been in love per se but how would you define love like in a sentence and like what does that look like to you whether it's love languages or yeah like what is how would you define love and what does it look like to you yeah i mean there's like i feel like there's two different different definitions of mm-hmm. love you can like love um like i don't know like objects you can love flowers you can love like food 
Um, and you can you can fall in love with something by just like looking at it or you yeah. admiring its beauty. And then the other definition is like loving intimately, like your friends, mm-hmm. your family, and then men um, yeah. or your romantic partner. And I feel mm-hmm. like um, with that, you it depends. Like for me, I I see love as like an action because um, mm-hmm. my my. Um, love language my top one is acts of service and Mm -hmm. it's like I see love when people go out of their way to show that they care about me yeah so that's Mm -hmm. like my definition of love whereas like um a lot of people like people can see love in different ways and I feel like um some people can see love through gifts that they're given or just like the quality Mm -hmm. time that they have with people I do as well that's Mm -hmm. my second love language but even just like people coming you know coming to see me and just spending time with me asking me out for coffee um if they're like oh you've had like a really long day like let me help you with this or like i am so busy this week but i'm gonna block out time to hang out with you like does this time i want to come out go out of my way to like see you because i want to get to know you more like that that's yeah. what love looks like in my head. Like, I love it when people do that for me. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like that's how, like, right now, that's how I see love um, executed yeah. the most. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, a big part of love is, like, sacrifice. Like, mm-hmm. um, putting your, uh, another, the person that you're with, their needs over yours, um, whether it's a time commitment like being like okay because i care about this person let me move some things around and prioritize them um and my i i feel most loved with quality time and so i think love is also you know being able to love the person that you're with in the way that they feel loved most if it's gifts if it's acts of service etc cetera, etc cetera, knowing that and doing those things i think it's also like patience mm-hmm. and that willingness to like grow with somebody through yeah. like once you know once you get to know somebody the facade is taken away like you you you're yeah. like oh this person is gorgeous etc cetera, etc cetera. but there reaches a point where maybe you're not attracted to that person every day and maybe they're yeah. a little bit annoying <laughs> so love <laughs> is just like that willingness to just like stay and work through the difficulties <laughs> and like grow with somebody and like so many other aspects of it um, but it generally is a concept that I've struggled with. Again, like you know this, yeah, <laughs> just because yeah. I, like I overthink love because again, I haven't been in love. I feel like I've been infatuated with the mm-hmm. boys that I've been with, and maybe um, when things end, I'm I'm sad or heartbroken because you know of the potential of being in a relationship, and not mm-hmm. necessarily because I I like loved them. But I know I have a lot of love to give. Like I care deeply for people. Um, I'm always so ready to do the most, even in undefined situations. And speaking of which, love makes us do some crazy things. Before we get into that, I was going to say that I agree. Like love is when you have grace for somebody. Um, When you love is also when you're comfortable with somebody um, that you're seeing. Love is. yeah like patience but grace i feel like i haven't like growing up i haven't experienced as much grace as i have wanted to you know um and like coming into my 
adulthood and um, making the friends that I have now. Um, I've experienced grace like no other with some friendships. And I'm like, wow, this is truly love. And I want to experience that in a relationship. Like I want somebody to replicate this grace that I get from my friends and just the people that love me. And I feel like something that I've grown to value so much in all of my relationships. And when I see that in just like even the little dates I go in when I'm like, oh, like, I don't know, I just spilled water on my pants before I came to the like, what happens? Like, da, da, da. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I just spilled my soup on you. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, it's all about the process. Like, that is so sweet. Like, I like those little moments. I'm like, oh, I can like be myself because I'm a naturally just very, I'm a very anxious person naturally. Yeah. And I, I feel like when I, see that somebody is capable of giving me that grace and like letting me just be myself i feel like that's where love begins to bloom for me so yeah that's one of these like i think giving somebody an opportunity to love the full self your full self by being vulnerable Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah that's kind of like the idea that you just talked about like you can't one i don't think you yeah i don't think someone can love you if you're not fully being yourself yeah and vice versa because they don't have that opportunity you're not even giving them that opportunity right but, right yeah but what yeah what's the stupidest thing you've done for love <laughs> oh man <laughs> or just like gosh there's some stories i just have to take to the grave because that- <laughs> <laughs> i've had I a lot one okay <laughs> these nosy, nosy ass people on here want to know what's the stupidest thing <laughs> i think consistently i've like positioned myself to be available for a man and to like clarify i think i've like i don't know like i like after work i'd be like oh i'm like here you know (laughs) do you want to hang out and he's like no like i'm not through that like i would go out of my way to make myself available for a man in like very embarrassing ways (laughs) i think that's just like consistently the most embarrassing thing i've like done yeah um, the guys that i've dated um yeah i'm like which one do i want to share which one's like the least embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i've I've definitely like gone to a city Mm -hmm. and i've like hung out with a friend in like a specific city and i've been like okay like i've texted the guy like all day i'd be like hey i'm here hey like do you want to hang out hey like we can still make it work like that man was not interested in me. <laughs> he was not interested in seeing me out. If you wanted to, he would. He would. Hmm. And I feel like, um, I mean, sometimes you can't, you know, sometimes that doesn't really apply. But yeah. that man was just but, not interested. But mm, I think it does. Because if he wanted to, he would. And if he's not able to, he would communicate. So he still would. Yeah. And I mean, he, he did communicate that. So it wasn't like... Yeah he could <laughs> how about you the stupidest thing i've done for a man that i'm caught up in feelings for is be loyal to be honest because <laughs> let me explain let me explain with this dating culture i feel like again what is accepted is you're seeing multiple people at the same time like da 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 keep your options open so because i'm a relationship babe because i'm a lover girl i mm-hmm. i find mm-hmm. one that i like 
and I stick to him. Okay, like I will. People will be DMing me. I'll be like, no, not interested. I'll go to a club or something. Somebody will try to dance with me. I'm like, mm, not interested. So I'm out here being loyal to a man who is not hasn't indicated, you know, that that's where things are headed. And I've I've yeah. actually like. I remember this situation happened where I think a couple boys that I've I've dated actually, where they knew I was going out without them. And I like told them that, you know, I'm showing them the outfit. They're hyping me up, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I get there. I'm doing my thing. I'm saying no to all these men because I look good. I'm like, nope, I don't want to dance. Nope. I don't want your number. They're like, are you taken? Mm, doesn't matter. I'm not interested. And so when I was telling like the then man's about it, he was like, oh, da da da. did you dance with anyone? And I was like, no, I didn't. Why would I? I'm with you. <laughs> and both of them were literally like, you should you should have just danced with somebody. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That could have been like an indicator of where their head was at. But I think that that honestly, consistently is the stupidest thing I do <laughs> when I'm feeling the feels because it's like I close myself off sooner than I should, especially mm-hmm. when it's, you know, when we're not, we're not girlfriend or boyfriend yeah. and the man isn't like, you know, in that headspace. Yeah. So. I've definitely done that as well, especially in the beginning of my dating um, experiences. I've definitely <laughs> like my first situation chip. I like that whole, that whole relationship was just so um, mm. dramatic and just a hot mess. But I, yeah, I was staying loyal to him because, like, I wanted to be with him secretly. I didn't know, like, <laughs> what casual dating was. And that's, I didn't know, like, how that works. And my emotions were just, like, all yeah. in it. And I, you know, at one point, we were getting exclusive. And um, I was scrolling on TikTok. And I found a, this girl. She was basically, like, making a TikTok of all of her bumble matches like taking a birthday shot with her so that she would like you know how you can facetime your bumble matches if you want to in the app so she would facetime them and then just like take a birthday shot with each of her matches and guess who was one of her matches the guy i was in a relationship with (laughs) and he didn't take a shot he was just drinking coffee in his backyard i know what his backyard looks like and i was like uh, I was like, uh, my for you pray like my for you page brought him on to my screen on like what? her reason. And I'm like <laughs> I was staying loyal to this man and he's over here on Bumble <laughs> taking shots with random girls. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. So I felt really stupid. He, and yeah. I mean, we were seeing each other for months. Like And but, that's the thing, because in my head, that's literally what it is. Cause I'm like, we've been seeing each other for months. You are literally getting my weekends. We are talking every day. What kind of idiotic man, okay, needs uh oh needs me to be officially girlfriend for you? Like are you stringing me alone? Okay. Like I actually I, and again, I know it's like a conversation that you can have, which I normally do have, but this dating culture is trifling because I would literally put myself and I always get exclusivity. If I like a boy, I don't continue to get to know him. Mm-hmm. Especially after like the third date, you know. So it's like if we're if we're talking like every day where I'm giving you my weekends after the third official date, you know. 
And at that point, like I expect loyalty, exclusivity, but even mm. before then, like while we're leading up to, if you, um, I guess are on the same page about where things are going, even if it's just like, okay, I like this person, I want to get to know them, da 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 da. Even if it leads up to exclusivity, it shouldn't. It shouldn't take a label to hold you, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as there's communication, you know, I need him to tell me either I want to exclusively date you, you know, before I'm his girlfriend, and then I want him to tell me, like, I want you to be my girlfriend or ask me, you know. Um, So, like, I need that because if he doesn't say it, like, who knows? (laughs) Who knows what we're doing? And I don't want to have to ask, you know, like. I and that's the thing. As women, we shouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we don't need to, you know. Like, I that's need been to. another, you know, speaking <laughs> of words, that's another stupid, stupid, idiotic <laughs> thing that I've done for a man is because I love him. Or, ooh, ooh. That, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> because I, like, care about this boy and I'm developing feelings always i'm the one who initiates that conversation of Mm. like what are we especially after that third date because i'm like again i'm giving you my weekends you're the only boy i'm i am talking to Mm -hmm. and so i'm like okay um if you want to keep doing this okay i'm gonna need exclusivity yeah right but then it's like i'm the one who's initiate that that conversation and i feel like I don't know. I think if you're looking for a relationship where you want the man to lead, I feel like it's always better to just like let him. And I even talked about references in the in the last episode. Like it, as a woman, if you're looking for a more traditional relationship, it's better to like let him lead you in that and define the situation instead of being the one to do it. And obviously, mm-hmm. once the situation is defined, that's a different thing. But yeah. my my struggle has always been being like, I like this boy. And he's the only one that I'm, I put all my eggs in one basket. I yeah. have to have him. And, <laughs> and it just creates issues later on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, I feel you. I've been there. Like, I, yeah. It's hard because I can only date two guys at a time. Like right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can only do that. And then I like dating one at a time. I, I just get too much anxiety about it. I just need somebody else yeah. in the mix, you know, to balance yeah. out and to, you know, in general, it's good to date more than one person. Yeah. Um, I'm not just dating another guy to like get my mind up. From yeah. a different, uh, I'm not just dating one guy to get my mind off of the other, but it's yeah. more so just to have like more options and to just, mm-hmm. you know, grow your dating experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, Like, when I started dating, I used to struggle with that a lot. Like, I remember this guy had a crush on in college. (laughs) You know, you know. But (laughs) I put all my eggs in one basket. Like, I was obsessed with this man. I think the first guy I've ever been, like, genuinely, like, so interested in. And, um, yeah, I mean, he ended up not, you know, dating me, obviously. And then... I got devastated and I put all my eggs in one basket. I put all my eggs in one basket and I was like (laughs) so heartbroken. And um, I didn't date for like months after that. And it's, it's bad. So I feel like when you date in general, it's good to just like have your mind open to other possibilities. Um, But 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good golden rule. Like, just and before the situation is defined, keep your options open. Force yourself yeah. to go on the dates. <laughs> Respond to the DMs. Okay, dance with whoever you want to dance to. If you if he wants to take you off the market, he needs to take the initiative and have that conversation. Period. Yeah. Um, and I would say, I think because I commit to men very quickly because I, (laughs) dating is hard in this market because I'm a, I'm a one man type of woman. Mm -hmm. And so I get caught up in this one relationship and it leads to heartbreak because I didn't even vet them to begin with. Like, because I wanted a relationship so badly, I was kind of like, you know what? I like him enough. Um, let's make it work but it again it's it ends and i'm heartbroken and i guess relating to that like how have you dealt with situations that ended how have you dealt with heartbreak when it comes to relationships um i never deal with it well (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm trying to think i don't think there's been one time where i've like dealt with it well um (laughs) i think right now I'm the most like emotionally mature I've been ever when it comes to dating. And I yeah. think it has to yeah. do with like the experience I've had and all the breakups and rejections I've had. Um, breakups meaning like yeah. dating breakups, not like, you know, full on <laughs> Um, Yeah, usually like the first, like going back to the first guy I've ever like had a crush on in college, like that was... <laughs> That was a time for months. Like that whole summer, I was devastated. Just emo. Just so like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to like anybody again. And um, that's not true, obviously. <laughs> but that was like the first like major heartbreak I had from a guy, you know, like he ended up, um, we ended up, you know, getting to know each other. Um, and then I find out like the next week, he's like seeing another girl and He's like, we're basically like moving out from our dorms and I'm seeing her like holding his hand and walking around. I'm like, we were literally canoodling like last week in the conference. Like what? (laughs) What the heck is going on? You know, so that was just like my first major heartbreak, especially he was like, he was telling me, um, I just don't, I don't think like I'm ready for a relationship or just like ready to pursue something da, 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 da. and then i see him with another girl the next week so i'm just like you know heartbroken devastated all the things um for months and i didn't really know how to deal with it because i was i've never been like so um emotionally attached to somebody like that um yeah and then after that i feel like i mean after that i got on the app and that's just another experience, you know, like I got on the apps, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to date to see like what it's like, you know, and, and I would go on these dates and I got into my first situationship and that was just like yeah. something that lasted for longer than it should have. And um, yeah. it was on and off for like a year until yeah. it was done. And then like that was just so hard for me to get over. And then I got back to, so a lot of me just like getting in and out of dating but I think the last guy I dated I think it was like in October I went on a few dates and then posted and I was like okay I'm done I'm done with dating and we're on a dating hiatus like I can't because there's just so much in there I I think I got the worst reaction to um just like breakups in general when I'm ghosted um I hate I hate ghosting so much because I'm like 
just communicate, you know, (laughs) just communicate that you're not interested. That's the thing. Don't string people along. Just communicate. I think it's the hardest for me when guys ghost me um, Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just pathetic. First of all, I'm like, just communicate that you don't want to see me anymore. And I can take that, you know, and I feel like for them, I feel like guys get rejected a lot more than they yeah. do. And I yeah. think in their head, they're like, oh, since it like stings when it happens to me, I'm just going to go to terror. So I don't like, I don't know. I don't know what their process, their thought process is when they do it, but yeah. maybe we can't take it. Like I can take it. I respect someone, someone, I respect someone so much more when they communicate their needs versus just yeah. like and saying nothing. Because one, I, I think you're pathetic and you're a wimp and you <laughs> And you don't I mean, do where's the lie? <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, so, and I just lose all respect yeah. for the person when that happens. Yeah. Uh, versus when they communicate, like, hey, like, I, I just don't think I'm interested or I don't think we're compatible, whatever the reason is. Um, I'm like, okay, that's fair because you know what you need. Okay. Yeah. And if it's not me, it's somebody else. And I'd rather have you go find that than like force yourself to be with me, lead me along. And then, you know, we both yeah. get heartbroken. And like, I'd rather have that communication because yeah. that I can get over because there's reasoning behind it versus like yeah. ghosting. You have no yeah. idea. You're just spiraling for a little longer than when, you know, somebody actually tells you the reason. <laughs> Which is valid because I think part of healing is allowing you to feel the feels. Yeah. And then I think like something that I have to remind myself is like, I will, you know, for this short duration of time of three months, whatever it is, I, you know, I get obsessed with the idea of us being in a relationship. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to meet another man who I bond with like this, who yeah. I can tolerate, who gets me, who loves me for me. Yeah. And no matter how devastated you are, y'all listening, you'll get over it. You'll literally get over it and you'll meet somebody who measures up, sometimes exceeds that person and like just take time. I think another thing is like... um Actually, uh, Brini Lee, it's like that video I sent you. Mm-hmm. Brini Lee made this like video slash case study of Lori Harvey. And she was basically like criticizing her for, um, you know, like dating man after man after man after man after man after man. Um, and like she was like, oh, she's being exclusive with all these men. And y'all can have your opinions on that, whatever. Um, I don't know who, I, to be honest, I still don't know who Lori is. Like, I know she's some celebrity. I know who her dad is, but I really don't know her. I don't follow her, et cetera. Um, that's her business. But something that Brittany said in that video was um, she was basically like, well, I felt convicted because I would say I am a serial dater. <laughs> I think when I first started dating, like, the intention was to find a long-term partner. But then because I never been exposed to the dating culture. I never had that conversation with anyone. I've kind of just been on a journey of like figuring myself out and figuring figuring out men, honestly. And so because my goal was to always be in a relationship and I would always settle for a man who was doing all the things because I wanted a relationship, mm-hmm. um, I would literally like one situation wouldn't work and I'd be like, that's fine, next. Mm-hmm. Be dating for a little bit, didn't work, next. You know, so it was just a cycle and a cycle and a cycle. And Brittany was like, at what point 
you know, if you're dating these men over and over again, at what point, like, when do you have time to heal and just like yeah. be by yourself? And like, maybe you're the problem <laughs> and like all these things. And um, that part of what she said, I was like, okay, I feel convicted and yeah. I am, I am single, but also being intentionally single right now, because I feel like I've been doing the same thing over and over again. And I know that I want a long-term relationship and I feel like I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to heal and like fully get over the men that I've been with. Like, I feel like I would end one thing. I'll not be over them. And then I would jump into a new situation to get over that past relationship. Mm -hmm. But now I'm in a new situation ship, you know? So there was this like never time that I took for myself, even to reevaluate, like, why am I jumping into a relationship with a man who is not in that long-term mindset? Why am I in a relationship yeah. with somebody who's not Christian? Like, if that's my deal breaker, like, why am I like all these different things? And it was just realizing like, it's literally because I want a relationship. And I think, um, did you, I know you said you like, you watched the video a little bit, like, but what are your opinions on, on the Lori Harvey situation yeah. and, um, you know, serial dating and that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I I personally don't have any issue with whatever Lori Harvey's, Harvey's doing because, I mean, that's yeah. her business. That's her um, business. <laughs> and I think everyone dates different. Like, you could be dating the same way Lori Harvey, Harvey is dating, but mm -hmm. you have, like, different ways of healing going about it. Like, she, yeah. I don't know. She has She has her resources. She has ways of coping with her the way that she's doing things and also mm -hmm. I feel like I don't think she's dating to get married right now you know yeah. so I feel like the way that she's dating is very different from the way that a lot of us are dating like she yeah. she's just jumping from relationship to relationship maybe like a few weeks a month in between and then she's mm -hmm. just having fun like girl I would too honestly if I <laughs> If I had the access to the boys that she did, I would, you know, I'm like, hey, girl. So I'm like what do you need to do? Yeah. Um, but I feel like if like in your instance, I feel like since you started dating so well, so early on, um, no, no girl, literally a year ago. And after a year, started, I was like, uh -huh. <laughs> let me rephrase. I think in your instance, since you said you just, when you started dating, yeah. you you didn't really have that experience but you wanted a serious relationship i think you yeah. you like you said you wanted you should have given yourself like more time to experience and figure out like what you wanted before you jumped into yeah. like a really serious relationship and i feel like like that's yeah. the difference between like the way we date and like the way she dates like and yeah. like what Brini was saying i feel like it just depends on the person you know and like the way that like yeah. you know how you, how you want today you yeah. you know what your needs are um you yeah. have discernment. i'm not gonna say that i can date like her but <laughs> yeah. um at the end of the day like i mean we we have our standards i i think yeah. that when we go into dating casually like let's say like that's what you want to do like you know your boundaries you know what you can take you know what you can't take and with experience like you figure that out and i feel like i mean she's dated for a long time it seems like um and she knows like what she can handle what she can what she wants um so i i feel like there's just levels to it so i i can't yeah. say i agree with what Brittany's saying because you can't like put yeah. that one 
um, yeah. onto everyone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's at the end of the day, like <laughs> I, a Brainy has wisdom. There are some things that she yeah. says and I'm like, okay, yes. Or I feel convicted, like how can I apply this to my life? Um, but like, mm -hmm. there's something that she talks about, about like, no, um, there, she basically says there are four things, expectations, standards, deal breakers, and preferences. Mm -hmm. And she's, she, her view is basically that you can compromise on preferences and expectations, but you know, don't budge on the standards and deal breakers. So I think when dating, it's so important to know, like, you know, what your expectations and preferences are, like things like, okay, I expect him to like open the door for me. And, and the thing is like, I think it's different for, for everybody. So like yeah. your standard might be like, yeah, I expect like my standard of a man, he needs to open every single door, da, 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 all this stuff. Mm. But the preferences and expectations at the end of the day, like those are the things that don't really matter. Like yeah. him being six, five and being of a certain race and like all these yeah. things don't necessarily matter, especially if you're looking long-term, like, okay, at the end of the day, you want somebody um, who is emotionally available and <laughs> is going to, again, like what you said about like loving every aspect of yourself and allowing to be, you know, providing a space where you're free to be you yeah and all these things and that's where your standards and deal breakers come in yeah so i think in dating like that is just so important to know to like weed out the riffraff mm -hmm. and not put up with ish at the yeah. end of the day yeah yeah wow. i definitely um i think on every single date i have like i have my standards in place and then expectations yeah. i try not to go in with any expectations i feel like if I'm on a dating app, I'll, I'll have like expectations from like what they've said on there um, naturally because like that's what they said. And I expect them to kind of like, you know, be somewhat of that, you know, realm <laughs> of what, <laughs> what they said. But um, if they're not, then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but that's like the only expectation I tend to have when I go on dates with guys. Um, whereas like, standards they're always in place um and then yeah. what was it preferences um I feel like preferences same thing like I it really depends like I date I've dated like every type of guy I feel like at this point um, <laughs> and I yeah preferences they don't they're not really always met and I don't really you know care too much yeah. um, as long as they're taller than me you know <laughs> yeah. some, some people like I think Brini's point was some people die on a pole like they'll have a good relationship or whatever mm -hmm. but then they'll be like they'll mix up their their expectations and um preferences mm -hmm. and prioritize those over like standards and yeah. non-negotiables or being like oh he's not he doesn't make this amount of income or he's not this height or he doesn't drive this car mm, next yeah. you know where and again, I think it just depends on what kind of relationship you're looking for. If you're just looking to, you know, just casual, get to know people, um, you know, get some free dinner or whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. that's your business. But I think if you're looking more long term, you need to be like aware of what those things are for you and yeah. like be unapologetic about your boundaries. Yeah. But speaking of dating apps, um, uh, like 
we both <laughs> dating app world is trifling mm-hmm. um but like what things have men put in their bios that gave you like major ache oh gosh i have so many i <laughs> i get itch so easily um I, I hate gym bros. Like when the gym bros are always in the gym. Gym rat. <laughs> they are, they have so many like gym photos, like selfies, or they're just flexing in like more than two of yeah. their video, of their photos. I'm like, absolutely yeah. not. Like can't do that. <laughs> and um, it's just like, that's a huge ick. And yeah. if they're like political, like too political in their bio, that's an ick. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, um, it's just not my thing. Uh, Ooh, you got the yo, the guys who have um, like weapons, like guns, weapons, and like in their fish. Like, like, what possessed you to pose with that gun? It's just not like you know? okay, violence. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's almost like men just don't know what women like anymore. Like, yeah. the male gaze and the female gaze, like, they don't understand that whole concept. Yeah. Like, they post all these things and they're like, yeah, women will like this, like, gym selfie, gym rat photo yeah. of me. Like, we don't care about that. Like, we don't care. I want the guy with, like, a silly hat on his head, like, being, you know, funny with his friends. Like, I want that guy. Yeah. I don't care about you flexing your muscles. Like, we see it. We get it. Yeah. You have muscles. But what else, you know? Yo, my pet peeve is the men who put, I'm looking, especially with Hinge. I know Tinder, Tinder is a joke here and there, you know, mostly, at least mm-hmm. from what I've heard. But, like, more serious apps like Hinge and other ones, when he puts, like, oh, I'm looking for something, you know, serious or, like, long-term da 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 and then slides in your DMs talking about like, oh, I want you in my bed tonight and yeah. some shit. Like, yeah. how are you gonna say you're looking long term? And the first, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is you yeah. objectifying <laughs> me and talking about my my vagina. Yeah. Like what? They can't. <laughs> no. That's what? That's that's a red flag. That's not even an egg. <laughs> hey. Or even when, like, you match, right? And Hinge is different because it's, like, sometimes it's easier if the girl starts the conversation. But Mm -hmm. if you send me, like, a rose or you're, like, oh, my gosh, like, giving me all this energy. Mm -hmm. But then you don't take the initiative to continue the conversation, right? So you swiped. You've done all this work. Now I'm here. I'm, like, okay, what are you about? Mm -hmm. And it's literally crickets. And then, like, I will sometimes be like, okay, hey, da-da-da-da-da. Um, yeah. But then even, like, the the follow-up, like, WYD. Or asking me mm-hmm. my questions back instead of, like, actually getting to know me. Like, are you trying, are you just trying to get vagina? Or yeah. <laughs> or are you trying to get to know me? Like, ask me, a, like, a question. Like, I'm sick and, yes, my day is still the same as it was yesterday. Like, ask me about my love language. Ask me, like, what I love to do on the weekends. You ask me. Like, I'm literally, like, if I feel like I am the one controlling the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm I'm good at that. Like, we've both talked about it. Like, sometimes it just feels like we're carrying the conversation. conversation, But at some point, at some point, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do this. And if this man is interested in me, he has to ask me questions. And I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. If the, if the person doesn't give me energy back or like finds it difficult to continue the conversation, I unmatch. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hmm, 
I agree. I feel like it's hard because I'll go on dating apps, like, you know, I'll go on my cycles. And then there's times where I have a lot of conversations with different guys. And then there's times where, like, no one says anything. I'm like, what is it? Like, do you guys really want to date women or you just want the attention and you want the validation? Because sometimes I feel like <laughs> what it is. Like, they match with a lot of girls and then they talk and you're like, you know what? That that was good for me. Like, I, I needed that. <laughs> that's all I can do. And then, like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Cause like, I don't know. I, I go on the apps to like genuinely talk to guys and like get to know them. Like, I don't know if it's the same, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah. That's another ick I get. I'm trying to think. I <laughs> When the guys have like one specific thing that they are obsessed with and that's like their whole personality and you can just tell <laughs> by, by their page. If yeah. it's like their finance or like stocks like I dated a guy that was obsessed with stocks and he, that's all he liked and we were incompatible like he was horrible and then I saw him on the apps again and then he changed like one of his like hinge prompts and it was like all I asked is that you know you can talk about stocks with me da, 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 da. I'm like you. Really? <laughs> I mean like, all I asked is that you can talk about girly movies with me like <laughs> If you I'm can, like, you can. But like, why is that a why is that a recommend like a a requirement? You know. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's, Do you think it's possible to find love on dating apps? I think yeah. I think it definitely is. I think it just depends on like the person. Like I, for me, I I don't know. I don't think it's for me. I think I'm gonna meet somebody um, through mutual friends or just naturally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, see I, that for you. I can see it for me. <laughs> other people. Yeah. I think it can happen. Um, yeah. But I mean, why not give it a shot? That's why I'm on the apps. If yeah. it happens, but I have more faith in meeting my person like in person. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think it's, it's always better when it's more um, like it's authentic and a, like a real life real time experience. But I understand the convenience of the app, like especially if you've been putting yourself out there and maybe you're busy all the time. Like it's convenient because it's like you, you one, you choose who you want to talk to. And then two, yeah. you get to choose when you want to talk to them and like when you go on a date and da, 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 da. But yeah. I think it's possible because I think sometimes it's like, I'm not going to find my husband on here. Like after like so many failed dates. Um, yeah. But then it's like, wait, if I'm wifey, if I'm a wife and I'm on this app, <laughs> there has to be a man out here who could be yeah. hubby. Yeah. Um, and even the same thing about clubs, because I've heard people say like, oh, you're not going to meet your husband in a club or like some situation like that. And I'm like, you I, I would consider myself to be a wife and mm -hmm. I'd love to you know, to throw my back from time to time in the clubs and all usually with the girlies. But at the same time, if I'm there, mm -hmm. who am I to say like, you know, I couldn't meet my hubby there. Yeah. But speaking of, or not speaking of which, but I think dating apps are also like very visual. So it's mm -hmm. easy to make judgments on appearance. Mm -hmm. um, would you say you have pretty privilege and how have you navigated that with dating apps yeah I feel like I do to a certain extent because mm -hmm. I'm a dark-skinned black woman I feel like it stops at that point for me on dating yeah. apps I feel like that's where it ends because like yeah. I am pretty but I'm like I don't know I'm not selling myself myself short when it comes to dating but yeah in 
my experience. I feel like the white, my white counterparts have had more dating experiences than I have and better dating experiences than I have. Even with my pretty privilege, like it can only take me so far as a dark skinned black woman. Yeah. And that's something that's been really hard for me to navigate. Like even at our Christian school, like I, I'm, I know I'm a beautiful girl. I'm a pretty girl. Like she's a baddie. I've heard it all my life. And then I go to college and like, I hear people telling me it in college, but I'm like, why am I single? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I never had a boyfriend before. And I feel what like is the reason? It, it really depends. Like, I don't know. Like I'm not yeah. their preference, you know, I guess skin. I'm not their preference as like a dark skin black woman, but I'm so pretty and I'm like pretty yeah. enough to date, but like yeah. not pretty enough to, you know, yeah be in a serious long-term relationship with and that's something I've I feel like I've overcome that insecurity um and now I'm like I don't know like I think I'm dateable it's their loss they don't want to date me but I think my my I think my pretty privilege takes me so far when it comes to dating um and I yeah especially like in the space that I am there's a lot of white men here (laughs) in the bay area And there's a lot of African men. And like when I have like good experiences dating both, but I also mm-hmm. have like hard experiences dating both. And I feel like, um, yeah, yeah, it just really depends. I I don't know. Like I've never had a white man yeah. call me. I've never asked because I don't really care. But I've never asked like a white man, oh, like why do you want to date me? Da da da. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't really care too. But I'm like always curious. Like, are they dating me because like. Am I their first like dark skinned black woman? Have they been with another black woman before? Do they know yeah. what that's like? Am I just like an experience for them? And that's like yeah. those are the questions that like go through my head when I'm dating like a non black man. Whereas when I'm dating a black man, I'm like, oh, they're just dating me because they like me, you know? So it's just it's very interesting. But I do have pretty privilege when it comes to just like day-to-day I, I i can see it and i feel like i mean any any pretty girl i feel like women in general we just naturally have pretty privilege yeah <laughs> i feel like and the thing is i feel like you can you can master it like i know women yeah. who definitely like, use it to their advantage um but i feel like i have it like i have it i know i have it and like there have been a couple times where i'll like i'll be like <laughs> watch this and i'll like do you know i'll on the feminine mm-hmm. um a little flirt here and there and i'm like i'll get what i want and it's always like oh <laughs> like i forgot i had that in my back pocket so i feel like i mm-hmm. haven't um i i don't even know if, yeah i haven't fully mastered that and i i feel like i wouldn't want to use it in that way but mm-hmm. i feel like there's power behind you know there's power behind being feminine being pretty yeah. you know yeah. and i feel like every woman just needs to again like focus on self at times Mm -hmm. and just like figure out how you can bring that aspect of yourself out more and Mm -hmm. I think that can also contribute to like success in the dating world because men are attracted to feminine pretty things you know yeah so I feel like you are queen of being ruthless about your boundaries when it comes to dating um and so like what are some of your boundaries when you're dating and like mm-hmm. yeah like how do you follow through with those it's funny you say ruthless but i don't feel like it is. <laughs> i feel like my boundaries are 
pretty normal. I don't know. I just like don't. First of all, when it comes Roots. to intimacy, I'm like, yeah. mm. like even okay. So when I go out with my friends to a bar, um, mm. if I don't want to dance, I don't want to dance. Like no one's touching me. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and, like even. If I'm like at an African bar, like they, everybody's dancing there. If I'm not into it. If I'm not, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, like I'm not going to dance with you. I'd rather like dance with me and the girls, you know? Yeah. Um, if a guy comes up to me and I'm not interested, I'll say no. Like I, I am not afraid to say no um, if mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable, if I don't want anything. And I guess that yeah. it's kind of, it can come off ruthless, but I feel like men say no every day and nobody like bats an eye, you know? So why can't we say no without like, coming off too strong and I think that um when it comes to dating I I don't know I'm really put into situations where I have to be like ruthless or set boundaries like that are harsh um but I mean when I'm going on dates you know I feel like most of the guys respect me when I'm on my first dates. like I haven't had a guy like you know um make me uncomfortable in a long time um yeah like if I'm uncomfortable on a date I'm gonna be like oh I don't I'm not interested in that I want to go home and I've said that like mm-hmm. like I don't want to yeah. do that. I'm not interested I'll go home and they will react you know immaturely because they're not getting what they want because they're children um <laughs> but you as a woman you have to like protect yourself like you are the prize um, you know what you have to offer. And if they don't see the value in that and they're disrespecting your no, then like you, you shouldn't be with them, you know? I think ruthless, I'm using that word. I think it's a good thing to be ruthless about your boundaries. Like just be unapologetic about them. Like if something's making you uncomfortable, like I don't think there's anything wrong with being saying like, no. Um, I think that's something that I'm saying. I feel like being ruthless is, and I haven't talked about this in my last episode. Like that's something Mm -hmm. that I've, to like work through because especially once I'm in it love a girl once I fall I fall mm-hmm. <laughs> even if I know I shouldn't be there and so once I'm at that point um I'm not as mm, I'm not as ruthless as I should be with boundaries like if I have something mm-hmm. that makes me uncomfortable a man can probably talk me out of it and in the moment I don't realize it but mm-hmm. I think I've been in situations where the man I'm with is a bit manipulative and like maybe they know like okay if I ask enough time if I ask enough times like I've had somebody and this might be TMI (laughs) who like in terms of the intimacy thing because intimacy is also like another area where it's so important to be just ruthless about your boundaries whether it's you know that first date like I'm not gonna kiss da 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 and don't let him do it um or I'm coming to your place but like we're not gonna do this and Mm. be ruthless about that I feel like I've had a situation and we were dating we were exclusive um but um there were times where I was like "Uh, I don't think I would always say things like I don't maybe we should stop you know having sex maybe we maybe we shouldn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I would offer it like that knowing like I want something serious and I and I don't want sex or the intimate part to cloud what we're building right yeah and every time no matter like what we said before exclusive even if the guy was like yeah 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 it's not about se- it's not all about sex for me blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. at that point it would always be like no why would we cut it out and i'll mm-hmm. be like Ugh. <laughs> or um i've had somebody who like will literally it's kind of bad but he will like turn me on right and 
if you're under 18, close your eyes. But or, close your ears. No, I'm listening. <laughs> but he'll like turn me on. And like, okay, once once we on, we on. Okay. But then at that point, even if I've been like, yeah, I don't want to do it, like I come in with the attitude, he'll get me to that point and then he'll pull back. Mm-hmm. So like I'm horny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm horny as fuck now. And then he'll pull back and be like, well, if you want me to stop, you can right mm-hmm. and that's what i'm like okay well now now you started something you're gonna have to finish it so like yeah. even something like that like i don't want to like if my boundary is i'm not going to be intimate with you mm-hmm. i don't want to put myself in situations where you know i'm not even going to be have the be in the mental state to yeah. be ruthless about those boundaries yeah and yeah, I think as a woman, especially, it's just so important in the dating world to like know your boundaries and not be afraid to enforce them. Because a lot of the times, like men, we don't give them enough credit. They know what they're doing and they know what yeah. they want. Even if he says he doesn't know what he wants, he knows what he wants. Yeah, uh, yeah, they know what they want. And if you're if you're not careful, and again, speaking from personal experience. If you're not careful, it's easy for a man who seems like they don't know what they want and just glowing with the flow to manipulate Mm -hmm. you into doing something that you don't want if you're not in the mindset of being ruthless about your boundaries. Yeah. 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 I don't know if that's what you... That's the (laughs) T. But (laughs) I'm just moving towards closing. If you could use one word to describe your whole like dating experience so far, what would it be? Oh, mm, I don't know. What word would you use? Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about this, even though I'm the one asking the questions. But um, I feel like for me, it has been draining. Mm. Draining is the word that I would use because, again, with every man that I date, it takes a lot to like put yourself out there and to to be vulnerable and allow somebody to like love you mm-hmm. or the full full um realist version of you and again it's like an investment right that you know whether it's your time your body all these things that you're putting on the line because you're investing in the potential of a future relationship um it's a competition you know you're juggling all these options and Mm. you have to like you know have discernment to choose you know to know which one to to choose and like sometimes you choose wrong and Mm -hmm. now you're you know emotionally invested in something that you shouldn't be it takes it's draining it takes time to like get over that and um I think that's why right now I just I chose to be you know intentionally single because I I am drains Mm -hmm. (laughs) today drains me the dating culture has drained me (laughs) and I just need you know time to like I think also like I in a way like I um I lost, like, I forgot who I was along the way, if that makes sense. Like, I still know who I am, but it's like, I'm just looking at the men that I've been with and they're all great guys, but I'm just like, Mm -hmm. okay, um, who are you now after these relationships? Mm -hmm. And like, if you want a certain kind of man 
you know, this, this, and this, and this, and this, like, are you even an ideal match for him? You know? So like, if you want a certain kind of man, there are things that you have to work out within self to like attract that kind of man and be the best partner for him. And so Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at, where I'm, I'm just, I'm drained and I'm taking time for myself. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like for me, it's been, it's been an experience. Cause like I, I, I went on a dating hiatus like for seven months. And I think after, after the last guy I dated, I'm like, I, I don't know like what I like. (laughs) And even in the summer prior, I was trying to figure out like what I was into. I was just trying to, you know, get into my influencer bag and trying to figure out like what things I like to do for fun. Um, And I realized I didn't have like too much to talk about on my dates, you know, besides school or like the things I was consuming, like media and things like that. But I was like, um, I'm still going to go on these dates and like, you know, um, see what it's like. But then, you know, as I would talk about myself, I'm like, "Mm, I don't really like that. I don't have that much that I'm excited about, you know, Um, besides like going on this date right now. And I don't want this to be the only thing that I'm excited about. And I think in October, I was like, I want to take a break and figure out like and find things to be excited about and like just. Yeah fall in love with myself again because I felt like for a while I was just like so bored I didn't I didn't have a thing that I was in like invested in or I just didn't I didn't have like a routine that was like that made me feel fulfilled and happy with myself um and through that I feel like I've grown to become more confident with myself and now I'm like more excited to date because I have like things to talk about and like things that can connect to other people um with and um I think my dating experience has just helped me grow so I think growth is just like the one word I would use that's a good one yeah um it's like very cliche but like growth like I every guy that I date now is a little bit better than the last and I feel like it's because the more I change the more my values well, my values have always been, you know, my standards have always been in place, but the more I grow, the more yeah. my, um, my, the guys that I date change and like get better and yeah. better. I feel like the more yeah. I love myself, the more the guys, you, the more it reflects with the guys yeah. that I date. And so yeah. I think growth would be the word I would use to describe my experience so far. I love that. And then, so what would you say, like, your past relationships have taught you about men in particular? I think it's definitely taught me that, like, men are just going to do whatever they want at the end of the day. (laughs) Mm. Like, Mm. they are going to do whatever they please. And I think it's taught me that, like, why why don't we do that? You know, like, (laughs) because as women, we're naturally more emotional and, like, nurturing and we want to, like, care Mm -hmm. for the things that we're given, you know? Um, and so I think through that, we care so much about the the guys that we're dating and, um, to them, I feel like, I mean, at least in my experience, they just like, they're dating us, but they don't really care as much. They're like doing so many other things They're they're, we're not as much as a priority in their life as like, we think we are. And they're just going to do whatever they want (laughs) at the end of the day. And that doesn't even come from a place of like hurt or trauma. It's just come from 
just seeing how men did experience yeah experience um yeah and so I'm like, honestly, I'm going to take that and I'm going to do that too. <laughs> you know, it's just something good to you to do, I guess. Like you need to, your priorities should be like on other things as well. Um, I think another thing I've learned about them is that um, a lot of them are just not the best communicators. <laughs> uh we're i feel like naturally again we're good communicators we want to know like we we think like 10 steps ahead of them um yeah and then they're just like always in the moment so i that's just another thing i've come to realize that they lack in and i mean there's there's been guys that have been good at communication but i mean other things have been missing you know so like they're not all lost but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. and let me think what else, um, not all of them love sports. They're not all obsessed with sports or the gym, <laughs> you know, they're not all gym rats. Um, <laughs> they're not all bad. And I think as women, we're all, sometimes we're like, yeah, all men are bad. It's not all men. Yeah. I think it's, it, it, it just depends on like what you're referring to. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, when it comes to dating them, I think that you can find the soft boys. You can find the, the boys that like the things that you like. Um, but again, like you might not be compatible in other areas. You can find yeah. the um, traditional, like, strong, leading men, alpha male types, you know? They're all different, um, but... Yeah at the end of the day you know they're still men yeah. <laughs> they're they're still Honestly, trifling in one in one way or yeah. the other <laughs> but yeah. um yeah i think that. that's good so basically you said like you know men will do what they want to do so basically if he's not ready to commit he won't don't force it remove right. yourself yeah um and also like you know i think another thing is like kind of what you said like we make a lot of excuses for subpar behavior as women because we want to be understanding of this or understanding of why he's not communicating or understanding of why, you know, I'm not a priority, but kind of what we talked about before, like just be ruthless about your boundaries. Like if, if communication is what you need and it's not being given to you, remove yourself. (laughs) And I think, yeah, that's another thing. Cause I think I like, even when like you or like anybody else, my friends send me like messages about another trifling thing that a man has done that, you know, a Negro had the audacity to do. Um, like I'm always quick to be like, meta trash, where does he belong? In the basura? But I refuse. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like I refuse to believe that all men are incapable of committing i refuse to believe that a lot of men are not capable of having discipline as it regards to their sexual appetite um Mm -hmm. i refuse to believe that i won't find my husband (laughs) because even even if most men are trash I know for a fact my husband will not be. Mm, So, (laughs) um, but enough about them. Um, What have your past relationships taught you about yourself? Yeah, like like I said, I feel like they've taught me that I don't, well, 
in the past, I realized I didn't, um, okay, how do I want to start this? Because, like, there's so many ways I can answer it. Yeah. I think it's taught me that, um, well, at least recently, that I haven't spent, like, enough time with myself figuring out, like, what I like to do for fun or just what I like to do in general. Um, Because, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has a job. You know, everyone has a night, some type of job that they're doing nine to five or just like any, you know, everyone has a job and um, that that can't be like your whole personality. That can't be the only thing you have to talk about, you know, and sometimes like I go on these dates and like that's what the guys like talk about the whole time or they'll do like one other thing, one other extra, one other extracurricular thing. And um that's it (laughs) you know and then I realized like wait I I have like like I go to work but I don't really have anything to talk about either so so not only are we not a good match but like we're both boring people (laughs) and um the only thing we have to talk about is like the shows that we're watching and you know, our families and that's it. Um, and I think I, I value, like some people, they can get away with that being like the center of their relationship. Like that's all they need. But for me, like Mm -hmm. I, I need something that's fueling my happiness. I need to like spend time on my own, like doing little things that I like to do, going to Barnes and Noble, you know, like making flower arrangements, like watching my shows, beach, you know, different things. Like I like to, yeah. try to do a lot of different things on my own and so I can um, not only be happy with myself but like share my experiences with other people through that I feel like I've connected with um, men better because yeah. you know the things I've experienced and um, yeah, yeah I, I think that's what I've learned about myself recently like yeah. I I just need to spend more time with myself and I need to love myself more than I love like dating guys. So mm, that part. Love that. More self-love. More self-love. Yeah, I agree with that. Cause I think um in relationships, we women, we we feel the feels, we lose ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we put up with ish that we shouldn't. And I think it's important to remember sacrifice over compromise. Do you agree with that? Um, I think compromise is good. I think compromise yeah. is good. I think sacrificing too much, it like if you're sacrificing, like if you're sacrificing more than the man is, I think yeah. that's not a good thing. So I think yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. compromise is good. Um. Because if you have a lot of good compromises, then that's a good relationship, you know? Yeah. If you guys are... Yeah. And it's only a sacrifice if it's if you guys disagree. And yeah. there's, like, too many yeah. of those. And it's one-sided, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I like that. <laughs> Thanks for helping yeah. me out. So, I, yeah, yeah, I would say sacrifice, <laughs> compromise are important, but not too much to the point where you lose yourself yeah. or it's just unequally balanced like you're doing all this stuff whether it's you're the one um you know adjusting your schedule you're the one you know um driving all the way you're the one 
who has to put your religion on the back burner. You're the one, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you name it. And I think a lot of us women are <laughs> are already like, maybe it's that mothering nature in us. We're already like ready to do that. But I think with self-love, being ruthless about your boundaries, not losing yourself for a man, like continue to still be selfish and do the things that you want in a relationship. Yeah. And if he loves you, he will support you in that. And those two things should be mutual and not imbalanced, if that makes sense. Another thing is like a man is not necessary for my happiness, Mm -hmm. but it would be nice. Like, and I think that just ties ties into the self-love situation. Um, Mm -hmm. The more secure in who you are as a person, I think the better partner that you will attract for yourself. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, like, you don't have to wait for a man to start living the life that you want to live. If you want to go on trips, if you love flowers, if you love trying new food, if you, all the things, like, you really, you don't have to wait for a man or beg a man to do those things. Just yeah yeah just continue to prioritize your happiness whether you're by yourself or with a man and I think and if he's doing the same thing um I don't see why that shouldn't lead to a healthy relationship yeah and you were talking about flowers and it just reminded me like on one of the dates I went to recently I was talking Mm -hmm. about like what my ideal like solo day would look like and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I'd go to Trader Joe's and I would buy flowers. And he was like, oh, you buy flowers for yourself? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what about it? <laughs> the only time, like, people question it is, like, when it's men. Like, I've only had a couple men question it. I'm like, why is that such a weird thing? Because I feel like yeah. women, we do that a lot. Like, is that not a normal yeah. thing to do? You know? Yeah. Um, and so I feel like we need to do those things for ourselves, you know, just to make ourselves happy and like I don't know like we sometimes I I realize like they think that we can't live without them (laughs) you know and I'm we're doing just fine without them we're we're fine out here thank you so yeah it's just something I remember when you were mentioning that yeah take time to remind yourself who you are at the end of the day and pursue that and if he's if he's if being in a relationship with that boy is contributing to you losing yourself mm-hmm. and forgetting what's important to you, comp- compromising your values and your standards and mm-hmm. uh, those non-negotiables, then it's not the relationship for you. Yeah, it's not it. Thank you all for listening. Please feel free to leave a question or a comment if you resonated with anything subscribe blah, 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 do all the things um sharon go ahead and tell the people where they can find you on all the you know social media the social handles. yeah i'm on instagram at sharon s-h-a-r-o-n bubs b-u-b-b-s and tiktok sharavina <laughs> s-h-a-r-a-v-i-n-a-a-a three a's so yeah <laughs> include it in the bio and she actually has her own little podcast i do i need to restart it it's called pretty honest it's on spotify on all you know streaming platforms so go there and listen to me just kiki i just be talking i just be talking about anything thank you sharon and we'll see you at my next episode
Bye. Bye. <laughs>